All right, here we go. Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! Okay, this is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast. This is uh, the one where we uh, we take the artist of the week that we're doing, and that is Yellow Card, and we take all of their albums. We rank them from their worst to their best. They have 10 records that we're going to do. Uh, but before we do that, we're going to do our Six Degrees of Tom DeLonge. If you don't know what that is, go Google the Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. It's the same idea, but with Tom DeLonge. Because we're Tommen, uh, we're, or we're DeLongman, I should say. Uh, so my name is Tyler, way out there, hundreds of miles away, way out there in the ether is Jeff. Uh, go to iTunes, go rate, review, and subscribe to us on there. Follow us on social media at Asinine Radio, and go give us uh, five stars on iTunes because that means everything. So go do that right now while you're listening because what else have you got to do, you know? So let's just jump right into our six degrees of Tom DeLonge. I got three. I think you said you have two. I so do. only have two. I guess I'll go first and then... Do it. Yeah? Sound good? Do it. So, we uh, we start with my 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 theme. If you want to call it a theme, is each one starts with a different member of Yellow Card. So, the first one starts with Ryan Key, the singer guitarist. Uh, after Yellow Card disbanded in 2016, Ryan Key became the touring guitar player for Newfound Glory. Uh, Mark Hoppus produced, sang, and played bass on one of their records. Ooh. Mark to Tom. There you go. That was that was my quickest, my easiest one, and I thought that was interesting. So, there you go. What do you got for your uh, for your first six degrees? Okay, mine also has to do with Ryan Key, and mine also has to do with Newfound Glory, and mine also has to All do right. with Mark Hoppus. But Ryan Key was in an NFG music video with Mark Hoppus. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So there's a what video. Was that? There's a direct one there. I don't remember. I didn't write it down. It's a very but, direct one, but I think it was a uh, it was something from it was a re a re release of one of their albums, and they redid a music video for it. I can't remember. Mm. It, w- it wasn't. It was like one of their later albums, like five or six for Newfound Glory, but it was like a, a re release okay. of that album, and it, like the the song also or the music video also featured uh, Chris Caraba in the, in there as well. Oh, that's so. a weird one. That's that's fun. That is fun. It's always fun. Yeah. Um, so there you go. Okay, so the next one is kind of a really roundabout way of getting to uh, to Tom, best. but well, no, actually, I'm not going to go with the roundabout one yet. Sorry, uh, this one I don't like doing because I had to go through Feldy, but th- this one, this actually, this one was kind of difficult. This entire yellow card connecting to Blink was kind of difficult, but so this one we start with uh, the drummer. How do you pronounce his name? I have no you know idea. I was I was I would just say Parsons. Okay, so yeah, let's just go with Parsons. I have no idea how cannot, to pronounce his first name. It's very French. So I, I yeah, so we'll go with Parsons. So Parsons, we start with him, the drummer. Uh, he is currently in the band New Year's Day. 
he quit Yellow Card, played with some bands, and one of them was New Year's Day. Uh, Adam Lorbach uh, started New Year's Day back in 2005. He was the bass player for New Year's Day. Uh, but he, he was also the bass player and singer for Homegrown, local band, Homegrown. Uh, Sh- Steve Evitz produced the home co- Homegrown record, Kings of Pop. Uh, he also, this guy, Steve Evitz, he also produced the Story of the Year album, The Wake of Determination. Uh, Ryan Phillips is the guitar player for uh, Story of the Year. He's also the guitar player for Goldfinger. Feldy's in Goldfinger, Feldy the Blink, then Tom. So that, there Damn. you go. That was, that was a tough one. That, that took me a while to like make all those connections, but I did it. It's, I'm proud it, of it's, myself. It's kind of interesting because it wasn't like hard doing the connections but it was a lot harder than i thought it was gonna be i thought it was gonna be easy yeah especially considering it's all punk pop punk yeah around the same time and like yeah exactly i I thought for sure this would be like a cakewalk and that's why after the first one i was like i'll do later (laughs) and then i just (laughs) never did until today and i just googled and then that music video popped up (laughs) Mm -hmm. but mine has to do with producers too for your another one Ryan Key. Okay. He was featured on the Silverstein track, Stay Posse. It was a song for some so compilation dumb. that uh, I think Hopeless Records did and put out for charity. It was called Take Action, mm-hmm. Volume 10. But, um, but yeah, so Ryan Key was featured on a Silverstein track. Silverstein had Mark Trombino produce their Arrivals and Departures album. Arguably oh. the best. But Trombino okay. to Tom, baby. To Blink. There you go. That's a that's a quick one. That's a good one. Yeah. You didn't have to use Feldy. Feldy's like an easy go-to. Like Feldy and Rick Rubin are always like the easy ones to go to. So annoying. Yeah, it's very annoying. I think like using um, using like producers in general is kind of. I don't like doing it because a lot of them do a lot of things, and if they're not producing, mm-hmm. they can also help with like mixing or engineering or anything else. So. Exactly. Uh, meh. Uh, so this last one I have here, it, this starts with Sean Mackin, the the violinist. And uh, this one is not really music related, but it still gets to Blink and it still gets to Tom. So we start with Sean Mackin. Um, he was a member of the fraternity Phi Sigma Kappa uh, when he attended Florida State University. Also a part of that fraternity was Cheech Marin from Cheech and Chong. <laughs> uh, Cheech was in an episode of Mad TV and Blink-182 were also on an episode of Mad TV. So. Wow. That was my most obscure one, and that was the one that I don't know why I decided to go with the fraternity. I, I literally went to the fraternity's Wikipedia, and I looked through all of the, the famous people who have been in it, and there weren't very many famous people that I knew, but Cheech Marin was one of them, and I thought that was strange. Very strange. <laughs> so that's my last one. That is so strange. Like, <laughs> it that, is really weird. Like like Cheech, his persona, his, his I don't know, I guess his, his character of Cheech is not what we think as a fraternity type yeah exactly and and he doesn't even speak spanish that that's like the best part what? about him no he doesn't speak fluent spanish at all he's that entire character is completely fake 100 wow. percent fake what's yeah. his is crazy what's right? his actual name is cheech is not his real name then no I, no i don't remember what his real what first name fuck? is he doesn't speak any yeah uh, he, he probably speaks like southern california spanish, some spanish. broken yeah. spanish yeah, but he's not he's not fluent. Wow. I'm pretty crazy, right? That is. That's <laughs> that's like truly fucking I had no idea. That's crazy. 
I, I remember the first time I realized he doesn't have that that accent wasn't real is because he's in Ghostbusters 2. He has a very small role. And he only has like one line in it. And he speaks like in a normal voice. And I remember watching it and just, I couldn't believe it. And then I and then I remember hearing also that the guys from Korn were talking about how, when they recorded with him, they recorded that song with him. They said like he's not that person at all. And you would never know in a million years that it's the same person. Because he's not, wow. he doesn't really smoke that much, and he's not like that character at all. It's nuts. See, that's that that makes me that makes me think that Christopher Walken talks normal behind closed doors. It's just it's just <laughs> like his Gilbert character. Godfrey does too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, <laughs> it's so bizarre. Cheech's real name is Richard Anthony Marin. Wow, it's not it's not fun at all. <laughs> no, not at all. I, I like I like Cheech more. Dang, his, his name is Richard Marin, Ricky Marin. He's one letter off from being Ricky Martin. <laughs> oh my God, that's so dumb. <laughs> what a dumb thing to say. <laughs> so close. Oh God. Okay, so that, that's it for our six degrees of Tom DeLonge. Uh, let's get right into the album rankings. So we're gonna. They have, like I said, they have ten records, from midget tossing to their self-titled. And um, what do you got for your number 10? What is their worst record, Jeff? Go. Uh, their worst record... I think this is like the only record that I thought was like a true stinker, but Lift a Sail. This is... Uh, okay. This is their ninth record, 2014. This this is like their first real slow and dramatic album. This one this one stinks, and I I just didn't enjoy it at all. And it was so damn pop and electronic at times. And it reminded me of church music. Like that boring shit you hear at church where it's it's like the music itself is kind of positive and uplifting. But it's Mm -hmm. just so fucking vanilla. It's just plain old people stuff. (laughs) And uh, I'm I'm doing something new with these rankings now. If I don't, I'm not going to force myself to pick a banger. I'm just not going to do it anymore. Sometimes I do. But... I, I I don't I don't want to do it. So I don't have a I don't for three of these albums I don't have a, a my favorite song. That's I fine. I, I do it I all the like time. So I don't care. None of these I, none of these songs. I did are that with Bob Dylan. This, but it's true. You did it twice. Yeah, that's what inspired me. I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lift the sail. That, was, that wasn't even the first time I had done that. I okay, don't think so. I don't think I don't think you or us have ever done it twice though. No, no, not like that. There's always just like one extremely bad album, and then because I, I did it with Poison, I know that, and I did it with that that one that one country sounding record. Oh, it was so bad. Which country sounding record? Oh, I could barely get it. It was the it was the Poison one. It was the oh from the Poison. one with yeah, the yeah, yeah. third yeah from Poison. It was like their yeah. their third guitarist record. Yeah, and that one was trash. All Poison is trash, like, but yes. That was trashy. Trash. Well, yeah, but that was like the word. That was the one that took me like three times to actually get through the whole listen. <laughs> that was that was rough. Okay, so my uh, I the worst the worst yellow card record for me is Lights and Sounds, their fifth record. What? Uh, this one, this one sucked, dude. Wow. I was, I couldn't believe how much this one sucked. I I mean, coming off of Ocean Avenue, you put this garbage out. Oh. This was just so boring. It was there was nothing besides like the 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 title track, and then two weeks from twenty. Um, I mean, yeah, 
it's just not good. It's not a very good record. And two weeks from 20 was the one that kind of stood out because it was, it was a little bit slower, which whatever, but I like the trumpet parts, that part that, that was cool. But overall it's, it's not, not very good. Not at all. It's not catchy. It's not fast. It's not exciting. It's very boring, very boring. And I was very surprised coming off of Ocean Avenue. And they're reading more about it. They wanted to make like an album completely different from that. And I mean, they, they succeeded. They they definitely succeeded in that. They made a shit record. So that's, yeah, number 10. Lights that's and pretty sounds. crazy. Okay. <laughs> it's probably like your number three. Well, all right. Probably your number two. Okay, maybe. My number nine. What do you got for nine? When you're thinking yeah. through thinking, say yes. I hate that title, but is that the, okay. is it the name of the title? When you're thinking, yeah, that's the title. Of the when record. You're thi- when you're when you're when you're through, through thinking, thinking, say, say yes. yes. Is that yeah, what I said? Very dumb title. No, you no, you didn't say that exactly. But I think I said when you're I thinking you're through about. thinking, say yes. I think that's probably what you did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is my number nine. This is their seventh album, 2011. This, uh, dude, like the this one, and then the next two for me are kind of all the same. They just, they're, they're all just kind of throwaway albums. They're, they're a little tough to get through. And as I'm listening to this one, like there's just, again, there's just nothing here when it's done. I realized I spent almost 40 minutes and I don't remember a damn thing about this album. It's just, <laughs> that was another tough together. thing about this. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's crazy. Like it's, it's crazy how, like how on both ends of the spectrum yellow card can be. And I don't mm. have a banger from this one, and I don't really like this album. I'll never go back to it, ever. So, DF. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. Um, my number nine is Lift a Sail, their ninth record. Uh, this is, it's a little, it's, oh, can't even speak. A little. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, I was really surprised at how bad this one was, too. This is a really bad record. It's really bad. And, a lot of the songs remind me of the band Chevelle, a uh, <laughs> very boring kind of metal and kind of like just a lot of sounds, but the sounds don't go anywhere. They're not like super melodic. They're, they're just there to make a sound. And it's just, it's so boring. It, I don't know. It's, it's boring. It's more alt metal and bad. Um, but if I had to pick a song, it would be the deepest. Well, it's the only one that stuck out because it was a little bit faster and less alt metal, less Chevelle sounding. So that's that's pretty much it. Lift to Sail is not a good record. Lift to Sail and Lights and Sounds, I would never, ever go back to, ever. Whoa. They're trash. Trash records. So I that's what I got. I would only go back to five of the records, to be fair. I mean, I would only go back to three of them, really. But I mean, I wouldn't, like if somebody put on these other, the next eight that are coming up, I would be, okay, whatever. Okay. But three of them I'd, I'd only ever go back to. All right. Okay. So what do you well, got for number eight? Number eight, their eighth album, Southern Air, 2012. I thought this one was just a better when you're through thinking, say yes. Its melodies were stronger. There was there was a lot more to grab a hold of and kind of play along to. That said, mm-hmm. it's still meh. Like it just never dove <laughs> too far in any direction that made Yellow Card so unique and tasty over the years. There was nothing here. Okay. But... I did kind of have a song here that I liked. I like 10, the acoustic jam, even though like it wasn't, of course you did. It wasn't totes acoustic. Like I like them to be, but dude, the chorus was so fucking catchy. So catchy. (laughs) 
You are a sucker for the acoustics. Love them. But I'm surprised you you like that one because it is not just acoustic. Yeah. <sighs> Southern okay. Air. Meh. That was your that was your eight, right? Yeah, that was, that was eight. your eight. Yep. So my number eight is the self-titled Yellow Card. Their last and final record, their tenth record. Uh, this is a very um, it's a kind of like a pop rock record. Uh, yeah, it's just overall, it's just pop rock. There's nothing too punky about it, and it's 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 all right. It's okay. Nothing nothing great or good about it. Uh, the song that really stood out, that kind of stood out to me was "Got Yours." Uh, it's very pop rock, uh, but it has like faster punk parts randomly throughout it, which was kind of nice. Kind of broke up the monotony of the pop rock, but. Outside of that, I, I mean, I wouldn't go back to it, but it wasn't a bad record. I could see why people like it, but it's just, it's not for me. Not for me at all. So that's, uh, that's, that's what I got for number eight. They're self-titled. Okay. Their last self-titled? Record. Dang, yeah. rankings are just so wrong. That's right, though. <laughs> <laughs> My number seven oh, is just Lights you and wait. Sounds. Just you is wait. Lights and Sounds. That is so fucking high. This is oh their fifth. God. It's... It's not good. I like. I don't like the direction of this at all. It, it was. It was also meh. It wasn't punk. It wasn't even pop punk. It was. It was vanilla. It wasn't mm-hmm. bad though. It was just. Eh. It was whatever. Eh. But yeah. I like. I like the instrumental part of Lights and Sounds. But overall, the song's okay. I guess. But, but. Yeah, but like that when it when it stops and it goes into the verse, it's just so it just kills the kills the entire mood of the song. Lights and sounds, it's just not, it's not a, I, I don't think it's bad. It's just fucking for sure not good. And it'll never be good. Like it, it can yeah. never get better, but it could get worse. It could get worse. Definitely, definitely. All right. My number, uh, my number seven is Southern Air, eighth record. Um, this one is just, it goes along with when you're through thinking, say yes. It's an extension of that one. Just a little less or just not as good. And, um, I mean, the one cool song, which I thought was actually really good, I almost playlistable, was Rivertown Blues. It's like, it's just a good pop, good punk song for them. Uh, it has some cool violin in it, uh, but I don't know. It's whatever. Eh. Okay. It's good. Good at best. Good at best. But overall, I don't know. Most of Yellow Card is forgettable. Let's just say that. Yeah, I mean, so I what will, do you got I, for number I, six? I will say mm-hmm. that most of Yellow Card is forgettable, forgettable, but I, I don't <laughs> think like they don't do a lot of bad things. They do a lot of eh, things, but they don't do a lot of yeah. bad things. True, true, true. I, I, I guess except that's for lights and sounds, that's not bad. It's not a good record, man. It's it's okay. It's, it's not fine. a good record. Uh, I don't know how you rank that one. So high. number six. Number six is, is Yellow Card. Yellow Card's Yellow Card. Their last album, 2016, <laughs> baby. This is the last of the things I will never, ever go back to. But this is this is a solid album. So given given what this is, like given a band says, like, hey, we're done. That's it. This is our last album. Like, it's it's cool. It's a cool journey from beginning to end as as for this band. And, like, it wasn't great. But it had some cool parts to it. Mm-hmm. Overall, like it was just a mature farewell for the band, and I was left satisfied. You know, like I had just I had just enough pizza. Pizza was okay. It wasn't great, 
But I I went home thinking like, okay, that was solid. I'm fine. <laughs> I wasn't blown away, but it's like eating a hot and ready from Little Caesars. Yeah, is that what you're kind of? Is that a good analogy? No, because uh, because if you get like a good hot and ready, like like the extra most bestest, or even like their deep dish, that's that's pretty solid still. It'd be like I don't like their deep dish. That's because you're stupid. You don't know anything about pizza. But I th- I think it would oh, be like the equivalent yeah. of of I don't know expecting pizza and like you're giving like a hot pocket. Like the hot pockets aren't bad. Just <laughs> hot, it's pockets hot pocket, are great. you know? Yeah, there's drunk food. They're cheap, but oh, it's so okay. Good. It's fine. Yellow card's fine. Yellow card's yellow card's fine. They're fine. They're fine. It's all fine. I, I don't. I don't have a. I don't have a banger either. It, that, that's the thing, though. Like, oh it's my all god. Fine. <laughs> I know it's it's hard to find a banger. It's hard to kind of differentiate between some of these songs. This is the first time it like I've rough. never I've never at least like tried to find something to love, and yeah. and it's dude like these these bottom five for me were just like you could throw these away completely and I I'd, I'd be okay with it. I, I didn't even realize they had this many records. To be honest, I ah, they have records. way too much. They have way too many records for their own good. Um. So my number six is when you're through thinking, say yes, seventh record. Uh, this is, there's really nothing that wrong with this record. It's not as plain old people. It has some good punk stuff. Um, but then there's still, you know, some of the boring, slower acoustic stuff, which I don't think they do that well. I really don't. I really don't think they do it that well. Um, but we'll get more into that oh, later. Here we go. With one for the kids. Here we go. But yeah, so this this record's not bad. I I wouldn't go back to this one. Um, but my the the biggest banger on this one is the sound of you and me. It's just it's a punk song, and it's it really like gets you going. It's the first song on the record, and it it, it it's not a good thesis statement for the rest of the <laughs> record because it's like the only punk song on it. Really, I mean, there's like I said, there's some punk elements and stuff throughout random songs, but. This song was really good. It was it was a good song, but then after that, it's just it's a decline. After that, okay, for sure. So that that's my number six. So what do you got for five? So my my bottom five, I would rate all at most a one. Like you, you should listen to it once, never again. My number five, mm. I probably do like a one point five. Like it's better. It's just so rough. But midget tossing their first EP slash album. Yeah, like it's it's fun to hear yellow card like this. But dude, it's just mm-hmm. it's just too rough. Maybe if like the quality was a lot better, I may put this this higher because it is it is fun. It's full of energy. It's pretty straightforward. There's very little melodies or anything there besides just like pure aggression. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I think this is rough. And it was uh, I don't know. It was fine. If, if this wasn't Yellow Card, we would never fucking even be talking about this ever because <laughs> there's nothing here. But yeah, there's not a ton. But I did like the interlude. It's spelled L E W D. That's funny. But it um, it's good. I don't know. It's I, I, whatever. Everything just sounds flat. It's not dynamic in any way. It's, it's just that song was a cool instrumental thing. It's pretty straightforward, like punk song. It's punk just, album. I, I mean, yeah. It was just meh, whatever. It's not yeah. setting any records. I feel here. you. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, so my number five is also Vegetasing. That is my number five. Uh, I I mean I I agree with kind of everything you say here. It's 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 a it's a good punk record for a band you never knew were punk. I would like you said I would never listen to it if it had not been Yellow Card. 
I mean, this this album's not on any of the streaming services. You have to bootleg it on YouTube, and I mean, I'm sure people don't like the the title of the rec the title of the record. And uh, yeah, <laughs> but other than that, it's it's good. It was a fun listen, knowing you know who they are. But uh, Americant that was a, that was a fun one. There's some cool little guitar, not noodling, but cool guitar parts in that. But yeah, otherwise, yeah, it's it's cool. It it's cool. Wouldn't okay. go back to it, but nah. it's cool. It's good. What would you rate it? So what do you what got for four? It? What would you rate it? Oh, this uh, I would I would rate this a one point five. That's fair. It's because it's not a bad record. It's it's uh it's worth listening to. It's it's, it's to. cool just because like that that genre is cool. But I mean, like albums that sound like this are a fucking dime a dozen, and the only thing that sets us apart is because it's, it's it was Yellow Card, kind of. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Final okay. four. What do you got for four? Final four. And I'm, I'm surprised one of these is, is as high as it is. Hmm. One of these. And it's probably your of, number four. One of these re- records really surprised me. But Where We Stand is their second. Uh, oh, that's 1999. Yeah, this is my number four, Where We Stand. This is not the one that okay. surprised me. Um, definitely starting to get away from heard it. the straightforward punks. Well, I, my number three is the one that surprises me. But uh, like th- this album is fast at times, but there's a lot of stuff on here that are strong, melodic songs with, with some of that cool like instrumental fill lead stuff that they dive into later on. My problem here is that it's also just very disjointed. Like the guitars are way too distorted and aggressive, while the drums and bass don't don't quite follow suit. Things can be overly busy, mm-hmm. and the singing doesn't really match a lot of the slower pacing and a lot of the slower song, the, a lot of the slower sounds. Like they were still trying to be punk, yeah. but they're also still kind of like diverting and going elsewhere. And then like Mackins, Mackins violin playing, it seemed like it was just forced in as an as an afterthought rather than written with the song. And it just it was <laughs> stupid. That was like the worst part of this album was that violin. I just like, dude, you guys need to write with him. Don't like write a song and then throw him in after because that's what this sounded like. I feel like I will say. There are a lot of moments in this band where the violin is very unnecessary and it just doesn't sound that great. I don't know. Eh, maybe, they, maybe. They really, I mean, besides the top three albums, but not the top. I don't know. There's some parts that are just like, okay, it's cool. Not it's the fun, top two for it's sure. Different. It's different. It's different. Anyway. My, my, my favorite so song that was, my favorite song mm-hmm. was the last song, On the Brink. It had that guitar lead okay. slash rhythm play thing. In the beginning, and, and it turns into mm-hmm. a really cool punk song, and it's it's cool. This is this is a cool album. I will uh, I do go back to this occasionally, but I don't know it's fun. It's like so it. different, so different for them. Yeah, uh, that was your number four. Then my number four is one for the kids. Oh, that's just, you're stupid. You're so dumb. <laughs> what are you taught? What you put where we stand above one for the kids? Are you just trying to like? Flex your punk street cred or something? What's going on here? What happened? Talk nah, I'm me. just kidding. It's on help my number four. You. It's on my number okay. four. It's on my number four. It's Jesus on my number Christ. four. I just wanted to, I just wanted to get you. I wanted, I wanted to, you yeah, know, give you a heart got, attack. You got have that stomach drop. Oh my god! Did, did I get you? you? Got me. I was <laughs> legitimately irritated. <laughs> <laughs> good, good, good. See, I, I, I was thinking about like where, where I should try to, try to get you on that one. I was like, I can't do it too low because that's too obvious. So I had to put it a little bit higher. But anyway, um, my number four is actually Paper Walls. Their, uh, their sixth record. 
this one was was interesting because they uh, they they actually posted a multiple polls online, like on MySpace or something like that, asking what fans wanted to hear, and then they would kind of like write according to what the fans wanted and. It was an interesting idea, and it I honestly, I think it worked out, and I think they made a pretty solid record with this one. I mean, it has nothing on their their top two, but it's uh it was pretty it's a good effort considering how late in the game it is for them so there you go that was my that's my that's my number four. Oh, and my favorite song is uh five becomes four it's very punk, very melodic it has some cool violin parts too that don't sound like they're just thrown in there, which is very nice. But and it, and also this is also like a very Ocean Avenue sounding record, so it doesn't sound like one for the kids at all. It still ha- it has that like kind of heavier chugging kind of feel that Ocean Avenue has at times. But it was a good record. Paper Walls is good. It's good okay. stuff. So what do you got for number three? Number three is uh, Paper Walls for me. Okay. This, Why so is like, that? Like this is about when I stopped listening to yellow cards specifically it was when you're through th- when you're through thinking say yes like when i was listening to that i remembered this is this is when i completely gave up on yellow card but i never liked paper walls i used to love lights and sounds but i never liked paper walls but it's good it's it's like really good it's a lot better than i thought it was i thought it was going to be my like bottom three but maybe it's just because my bottom five is just untouchable because they're just all meh <laughs> Yeah, it's not very Paper good. Paper was cool. Like, dude, we're full on back to pop punk here. This was, this mm-hmm. was, this was fantastic. The instrumentals were all pretty fast. Nothing very heavy or too aggressive, but you know they played most yeah. of the songs pretty fast. And that's that's all I want. This is what I want here. Yeah, you want you want energy. That's what it is. Yeah. I mean, and they they lack it so much in their later records that it's such a shame. Such a shame. Yeah. The takedown, so the opening track, one? dude, true banger. Oh, okay, true, true yeah. banger. That is a good one. That's a solid one. I was, I, I was legit surprised at how much I enjoyed Paper Walls. I was still, I was still hopeful about this. Listen through at, during Paper Walls, like, oh, this is gonna be great, because <laughs> you had zero expectations for it. Yeah, and then you get kind of the trash after that. Yeah, no, the I next one it. was when I you're totally through thinking, it. say yes, and that's my second to worst one. Did not like that one. I don't know why that one's so low for you, though. It's yeah. not that bad. They're all that bad. No lights and sounds, but. <laughs> except okay. for what? All right. No. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, my number three, or wait, yeah, my number three is Where We Stand. The second record, last one to feature their original singer before Ryan Key joined. Uh, I mean, we touched upon it a lot. It's It's a punk record. It's a good punk record nothing wrong with it it's a lot of fun to listen to uh my favorite song is april 20th because the bass says the bass is super punchy in it and you can actually hear it through the mix the bass player which is kind of cool and uh yeah it's just it has a night it, it it's a very charming record very charming punk record and underrated and um yeah they ryan key kind of he ruined that sound for better or worse for better or worse. So that's my number three is where we stand from for the better. cards. It's definitely you, for better. Number two <laughs> okay. is number two is Ocean Avenue. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is their this is their fourth album, which is fucking nuts to think of this band four albums deep. 
I don't know. That's I've always thought that was weird, but the first two kind of didn't count, I guess. One for the kids. Yeah, it's it's really it's really their second record. Honestly, yeah, like they were a completely different band. So much nostalgia with this album, and it's 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 just way more accessible in the pop 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 the pop pop punk punk realm. The pop the pop the pop pop punk realm than ever before. Like this is this is (laughs) unbelievable. Like dude, this is everybody likes Ocean Avenue. You you give any. Anybody that kind of even thinks that they like pop punk music, you, you throw on Ocean Avenue, they're gonna like it. It's just, it's a damn fine album, and and especially that song, the title track. I mean, that's not that's a, that's an absolute banger of a song, but that's not my favorite song. Yeah, but th- but this album okay. still has like remnants of their of their like actual punk past, like their punk sound, and and like mm-hmm. a lot of the really fast, really intricate, but really coming into its own like the drumming one for the kids kind of started it but parsons really came into it here and blended with the band it wasn't like travis barker showing off like in in enema it was it was more like self-entitled blink coming in and everybody's pulling their own and doing their doing their own thing and it sounds fantastic and then like yeah like like the distorted guitars like the distorted guitars were punk guitars but because the sound was better, it worked better, and everyone was mm-hmm. knew everyone knew what they were doing. Everyone knew what to write. They wanted they wanted one for the kids. They wanted that type of sound, but then they also wanted to be punk like they used to be. And they wrote Ocean Avenue, and then just so happened to write some of the most ridiculously catchy songs that have ever been recorded. Very true. <sighs> Very true. But my my <laughs> second my second favorite Yellow Card song is is from Ocean Avenue. And life of a salesman. That's this is oh okay. This is unfucking believable. Everything about this song is perfect. It gets me pumped right when I hear that uh, that phased intro and and one of the earlier like memories I have with this song when it came out, like right when we were in high school, was friend of the pod John. We used to sing this song to each other, but then we'd only we would replace all words with just dad. So it'd be like dad, 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 <laughs> daddy, daddy, dad, dad. And just, we just say dad the whole time because so it's fucking stupid. That's <laughs> so what you did annoying. when you were fourteen. But still, to this day, like that's what that's how I sing it, over and over. <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> but damn, dude, this song is so good. It's so fucking uh. good. I cannot even like stress how great this song is. Unbelievable. <laughs> you guys are so dumb. Mm. Damn, Ocean Avenue is a uh. fucking true banger. It's such a good album. It's a good record, yeah. It definitely is. Uh, my my number two is also Ocean Avenue. This is um, I don't have the same nostalgia that you have because I didn't, I wasn't. I liked some Yellow Card songs, but I never really listened to their records in their entirety, except for one for the kids every now and then. But yeah, once Ocean Avenue came out, I didn't I didn't really give it that much of a chance because I, I was more of a metalman, more of a punkman. So I didn't. I don't know. It wasn't my wasn't my jam. But I mean, I listened to the hell out of the title, the title song "Ocean Avenue," and uh, I mean that—that's my biggest banger on this one. I mean that that chorus. I mean, how can you not sing it? It is just so much fun to sing, and just the really heavy, distorted guitars that go that are underneath his his melodic vocals are just dude. It's so good. The the, the those palm mutes—they're they so out, clean. They pull out all the stops. The ever so fucking clean. Yeah, you gotta love that. that. Oh, it's a, it's a great album. Great, um, 
great song too. And I mean, it's been years since I listened to this record and I couldn't believe how many of the songs I remembered, not just the singles too, but just some of the, the deeper cuts too. And I did, I didn't even listen to this record that often, but I still had some nostalgia, but it wasn't, it wasn't nearly as strong as like you and John or, or like Mike maybe, but yeah, so it's still a great, fantastic record. So Ocean Avenue is my number two. And, uh, I guess we all know what the number their best record is. One for the kids. One for the kids. So, go listen to the main episode because we get into that record, obviously. So, you got anything else? No, no. I'm just, nah. just excited to be here, Skip. <laughs> all right. Uh, so that's it. That's all. Mm-hmm. Do we do it?